Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I mentioned this story. It's uh, in the online independent section today uh, by farmer and journalist Hannah Quinn Mulligan. Pretending there isn't a substantial market for marijuana is pointless. We should legalise it and let the farmers cash in. Hannah, explain this. Yeah, it probably sounds a bit odd when you frame it like that. So I was on a trip to Amsterdam recently and I guess like a lot of people, you're suddenly shocked by how normal it is and like you're just wandering around the street and suddenly you walk past a shop and this enormous wave of smoke hits you and there's marijuana. And it's been legal there since the 1970s and it was in response to a heroin epidemic that they had. And one of the recommendations that their government was given by a review team was to legalise not class A drugs, obviously, but kind of lower grade drugs. And it's working for them, you know, and you can see that it's working for them. I guess one of the weird CAP22s over there, though, is that you can sell it in very small amounts in coffee shops um, and people have to consume it there there at the, the coffee shop, but they can't actually buy it legally. So I was just thinking, as a, as a farmer, you know, we're being told to diversify all the time. We're being told that, you know, land use has to change, whether that's forestry or other things. I mean, if you could grow a very incredibly valuable crop and if it was legalised and regulated in Ireland, then couldn't it be sold and you could sell Irish-only marijuana and have coffee shops in Ireland, similar to in the Netherlands? And it's not like people don't use it uh, over here because there's plenty of surveys being done and apparently it's one of the most popular drugs over here and Gardaí sees multi-millions euro worth of it every single year. So legalise it, tax it, regulate it and create a new industry. So farmers allowed to grow hash basically? Yeah, and it does sound, I, I, I know how it sounds, but I think everyone is going to be thinking, Hannah, you spend way too much time in Amsterdam. But I mean, we are being told to diversify all the time. And I think there's a huge taboo around it, uh, around a lot of things. Um, but if we were actually to legalise it, I think it would take away some of the taboo and some of the lure that's there for teenagers to, to take it in the first place. Um, and it, it could be a good thing. I'm not saying it's a free-for-all. I'm saying it's well-regulated and well-thought-through, but it could be a good thing. How, can you just, like, how would it work? For well, it could... <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a good question. So hemp is already... You can grow hemp legally in Ireland, and that's the same species. It's not quite the same, but it is the same species as marijuana. So farmers who grow that can grow it out in fields. They do have to camouflage it. It has to be grown in amongst other crops and it can't be grown near a roadway um, because people, uh, those are who they're scared that people will see it and mistake it for marijuana and pick it and try and smoke it or do other things with it. Um, I imagine marijuana, I am not an expert in it before mm. anyone tries to raid my house or anything like that or my farm, but I imagine if it's being grown in a kind of a warmer climate, then you'll need glass houses and things like that. But there again, we have a horticulture industry that's on its knees and there's lots of glass houses there and they're not getting enough for things like cabbages and carrots and other crops. So why not introduce the high value crops that they can actually get something from? Okay. And like, it sounds a bit extreme, but something has to change. If you look at the average income for farmers, for beef farmers, for example, it's €10,000 a year. You know, that's not going to last forever. The average age of a farmer is 57. I mean, I'm an, I'm an exception in that, you know, I'm 33. 
you know, something has to change somewhere and we have to have a discussion about mm. what that change is going to be. Well, I have to be honest. I mean, I, I, I read I read your piece and, um, and it, you know, I, it struck me. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's I, 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 you know, it's definitely a conversation we haven't had before on the show and, and that's why I was interested to talk to you and to hear from, from other farmers as well, Hannah, about maybe perhaps potentially the prospect of doing this. As you say, farmers have been told all the time, diversify. I wonder, is cannabis the way? Stay on the line, Hannah. We've got uh, Dennis is with us too. Um, is it a good idea, Dennis? Hi. Um, yeah, um, I think it is. I, I used to live over in the States in California for years and uh, I came back here, obviously. But see, over there, it's, it's ubiquitous. Everybody enjoys cannabis but it still has restrictions. Basically, you can't smoke cannabis where smoking is forbidden, if you know what I mean. Um, home use is okay, that kind of a thing. And they passed a law over there where you're allowed to grow between one and six plants in your own house for your own use, if you know what I mean. But if you wanted to have a commercial cultivation license, you can apply to the city and grow um, the marijuana crop. And then, obviously, the state takes care of their, their testing for purity and then it's sold in the shop. But it's a huge business for the farmers over there. But they're making, they, it's, a lot of the landowners over there were buying land to, to build houses upon. Now they turned it over to the to growing cannabis because it's such a high yield crop for, for making money. Mm. So, the, so, so Hannah's suggestion is actually happening in, in California at the moment. Oh yeah, it's, it's actually happening there now and it's been there for, for a while, not a couple of years, two or three years, I'm nearly sure. Like it's not a free for all as Hannah said there, it's, it's for recreational usage and the crime rates are dropping because they've taken the, the dodgy middleman out of selling the drug or whatever. Um, so I think it's a win-win. I think it's a very good idea. and It is happening in the States. Um, they are actually growing it in California and I don't know if it's, if it's anywhere else like that, but I think it would be a good idea. I think it would be under employment. Just think of the employment it would make. People would make money and wages and farmers would do well. I think I think it's a very good idea. Right. Well done, Hannah. Right. So, <laughs> Donal is with us. Donal, do you agree? Have I Donal there? Is Donal on the line? No, we'll try and get Donal back. Mike is on the line. Mike, I believe you're a farmer in Cork. Well, are you willing to diversify into cannabis? Not a hope. Not a hope. Well, I looked in, look, I looked, I looked, I looked into growing it for, for medical, medical use. Um, but how is uh, at the mo- I, well? If you 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 need a bit of a financial backing to get yourself started. To be fair, but the thing is, um, growing growing the other one, your number one, you're causing you're going to bring trouble on yourself. Um, because if someone gets wind that you're growing it, they're going to be you're going to have no crop there. It'll be st- so what, be t- people would take it or stolen. Honestly, yeah. It's I'm, I'm sorry we don't live in we don't live in a in a, in a society that people mm. that people want what what want bend the rules. If someone gets wind that you're growing cannabis, like you're going to have no crop at the end of the night. It's the same. It's the same if you have if if, if you have a tank of a tank of these and little rods. That's not going to last fucking five minutes, like you know. But right. um, how do like, you look? Yeah. No, the the, the like, to Hannah's point around um, diversification, finding new ways. Like, I mean, there's always discussions about whether or not cannabis should be legalised in Ireland. I mean, we've had it plenty of times on on this program. But I yeah. suppose the 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 difference today is the element around whether or not it's something farmers can effectively well, cash like, in on. Is, but I mean, is that? 
As a farmer, like, is it thing, something you you yeah. wouldn't be interested in? It? Well, like the thing is, like I I looked into it, and I have looked into it extensively for doing the medical side of it, the medical side of the of the of the hemp. Yes, I have looked into it, and I have grown suitable for it. But um, the thing is, it's just do we have do we have the climate for it? That is another problem. Because like you're after seeing you're after seeing the last two months of mm. epic rain and temperature. Like fair enough, the farms in California from their last caller, yeah, you got, because they've got great temperature and great they got great weather. Ireland, you don't know if it's going to snow in the middle of June. Like that is that is the problem. That is the problem. Mm. But Ireland, Ireland, Ireland is great for growing grass. It's great for growing crops. But anything that that needs heat needs heat exactly like like hemp that needs heat heat like we're we're in the wrong climate. Right. The wrong climate, Hannah. Um, I think you'd probably grow it in polytunnels. I think there's plenty of successful horticulture farmers growing things like tomatoes and other crops in polytunnels. I'm not saying that you'd replace you know you're not gonna replace the same acreage of oats with 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 this crop, but that's not gonna happen. It's obviously gonna be specialised and it's obviously gonna be a small number enough farmers who would who would do it, and they'd be regulated, and they'd be they'd be cross checked and probably protected as well. I I, ima- I imagine, but like this is this is the thing, and I'm not I'm not trying to be down on anyone, but you get a lot of farmers, and I'm a farmer, and I've seen so many farmer meetings, and every every new idea is just met negativity, you know, and like the thing is, you know, whether diversification, whether it's tourism, whether it's putting shepherds huts out there. You know, we're an industry as a whole that's facing a massive challenge and we're going to have to come up with solutions. And that solution, <laughs> any solution isn't going to be helped. It's just constant naysaying. Now, I'm not saying it is hard to grow hemp for medicinal purposes in Ireland and the paperwork's hard because you don't have just the Department of Agriculture, you have the Department of Health mm. to deal with. And I know a couple of farmers growing it and they would tell you that the paperwork is hard. But look, that would have to be looked into and it'd have to be we need a solution we need to be a bit positive D- Donal is with us as well Donal what's your view? Hello? Yes Donal can you hear me okay? Yeah I can now um, the, the whole conversation around cannabis has to be taken more seriously than it currently is this is a matter for, me- for public health officials not for citizens assemblies we need experts talking about this esoteric conversation. Um, there's a, 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 a adult and uh, adolescent psychiatrist Bobby Smith straight problems that arise from this, and this has not been put out there front and center. Like the, the lady there talking about growing cannabis, or you know, she's back in the '60s if she thinks that people looking for cannabis today are looking for the cannabis that was grown in 1960. There's a different cannabis coming on the market. It's stronger. It's causing much more problems for younger people. Now, I'm not going to talk about that because I'm not an expert in it. I wrote a thesis on hemp for my MBA, but that's as far as I got on it. And I can tell you, all that taught me was I don't know anything about it. And it's a conversation for serious people. It's not a conversation or people, you know, uh, on this panel from the public health point of view, uh, you can't throw someone in there as a thank you for doing something for me. 
that's not what this is about. Okay. We Just, have to be very careful about how this is handled. Yeah. Oh no, abs- absolutely, and I'm sure that 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 that'll certainly happen with regards to to the assembly. Just finally, Hannah, on this, I mean, what's the? Have you talked to the IA? I'm just I'm interested in what's the IFA's position or Department of Agriculture or like as Donald says, anybody you know with uh, with with skin in the game on this. Um. I've talked to plenty of farmers to actually grow hemp. You know, I've 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 done that. I've done that. I've done that. But like, it's not. It, it, uh, it, this isn't like a complete whimsical notion. It is an idea. That, that's mm. what it is. Mm. I don't think. I'm not sure the IFA would be the right um, forum for it. And I say that having gone to an awful lot of my own local IFA, uh, IFA meetings. I don't think that the average farmer, the average 57-year-old male farmer is going to take this up. I think what's, who's going to take this up is going to be the very small percentage of the horticultural industry that has polytunnels, has the equipment and has the skills and the knowledge to actually do it. And they're usually kind of a younger demographic, to, to be honest. And like the whole thing is that it would be legalized, it would be researched, we're not just going to you know, click our heels together and suddenly it's going to be legal. That would be ridiculous. But pretending that pretending that marijuana doesn't get into this country and pretending that it doesn't consume a vast amount of guard time and pretending that it doesn't cost millions and millions of euro every year is ridiculous because it does mm. and it's an issue that's not going away. Okay. So how, how, do you solve, how do you solve the issue? Do you actually face up to it or do you just bury your head in the sand yeah, have to say, a lot of reaction uh, to this certainly today from, from people on 087 106 listen Hannah Quinn Mulligan we leave it there for the moment uh, Dennis Donal as well thank you Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk